Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Savage Starlight, the officially unofficial podcast for Last of Us on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And tonight we're talking about the episode we just watched, which is season one, episode three, Long, Long Time. Aaron, this was not the song that I expected. When I hear the words Long, Long Time, what what song do you think of? Uh, John Williams' Star Wars main <laughs> theme song? <laughs> Fair. For me, it's Rocket Man. Elton John's Rocket okay. Man. Uh, All right. But yeah, Linda Ronstan's not in my wheelhouse here. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's really good. It's I think it's a little bit of a curveball from maybe what you're expecting. If you're just a fan of the show and you're like wanting to see the further adventures of Joel uh-huh. and Ellie, or if you're a video game fan, it certainly was a, a wild pitch. But I really liked it because this took what was essentially a joke in the game and turned it into a beautiful standalone episode that kind of subverted the joke and like well what if it was actually not you know what what if bill wasn't the butt of some kind of you know purely collectible discoverable joke that the players have a grim chuckle before they move on to their next destination i thought nick offerman was great um you know there's a lot of gameplay you know even though this is this isn't really uh, a game uh, any anywhere near a gameplay episode of this the equivalent chapter in the game uh there's uh, still a lot of uh references still no savage starlight i really thought we <laughs> might get one in the gas station ellie ellie's, ellie's eyes open up and real she lit like, up no and was like, oh man i can't believe i'm like yeah she's gonna nah, fuck it it's mortal Kombat. Yeah. um yeah. I, I i so i i really liked it what about you yeah, I thought this was a really beautiful episode of television. Uh, it is a big departure um, from the storyline that we've been on, I think. It, it's kind of just a, a big tangent. So yep. I'm a little worried that people are going to not appreciate it for that reason. Uh, it's a big change from the video game. Uh, and I'm worried that people aren't going to appreciate it for that reason. But man, if you look at just the facts as they lay, like just everything that happened in this episode it was beautiful it was really well done it it took me on a journey of like someone who is just concerned with survival to someone who now sees something to live for in the world and then man when that is taken away what do you do and i i felt every moment of that and there's still plenty i think plenty of character development between ellie and joel you can kind of see Uh you know their their characters developing their relationship uh developing uh you know, Joel showing the futility of trying to put rules under teenagers that you can't really enforce. Uh, and maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe a wrongheaded stupid to begin with. 
Um, Those are a joke, right? Like she's going to break rules one, two, three, and maybe even come up with another one and break it. I'm pretty sure by the end of this episode, like her, her housing the gun in her. I mean, that's like, that's, that's, you know, yeah. Um, So I, I think that's all really well done so say yeah we talk it's, it's oh you, you tended to call it a bottle episode right you know you can't get pedro and bell in one so you're just gonna like even you know, though get nick offerman and spans 20 years yeah right you're gonna get you're gonna get him and uh, some other guy in a farmhouse uh, with a b unit and and you're gonna do this thing to pat but like i, I again you got a lot of good uh joel and ellie Mm-hmm. And the story that they told, it's like it filled in a lot of the, you know, blanks. Like this is the third step Martin reveals. Like if you didn't get the oatmeal, bisquick, uh, pancake, birthday cake hints, you know, Joel came out and spelled it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still got to see a little bit more of like, you know, how did civilization fall? You know, there is those really uncomfortable scenes of the the mass graves with the, like the children in it and then flashing back to see all that happen. And that tied in, you know, as soon as like, I was like, wow, we're going to see like the fall, you know, it's kind of interesting. And then it goes down to show Nick Offerman in his bunker and him chuckling about the one world order jackboot fucks aren't going to get him today. It's, and then it's just, I don't know. There's like this, this, it made the guy like, it, watching Nick Offerman work made, you know, a lot of the kind of tongue in cheek complaints I had about the, the the way the survivors act in The Walking Dead textbook textbook looting perfection, hitting, yeah. hitting the gas yards, the pro, the propane gas yards, Home Depot, get those things before anyone else can get pick it through, you know, fortify your shit, uh, grow carrots. Uh, <laughs> it was all. It wasn't quite barley equals intellect, but it was damn close. It was really enjoyable. <laughs> sure. Yeah, boy, that's a deep cut. Uh, yeah, I, the, the thing I love about it most, I guess, is the the structure of it is actually really good. Like, you look at it and you can say, well, this is just a total departure from the the continuing storyline in 2023 that we, you know, really want to see. But if you look at this, uh, what happens with Bill and Frank over the course of this episode it's really kind of a blueprint for what could potentially happen with Joel and Ellie in the future, right? It's you take a man who is only concerned about survival. He calls himself a survivalist. He, right. he goes on a, a supermarket sweep, right? And he, he hits all the hardware stores. Like his first concern when the world goes to shit is <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, this is my moment, right? Like this is what yeah. I've been prepping for. I'm going right. to get all the hardware. I'm going to be the loner. No one's going to come into my bubble. Fuck it. Uh, fuck everybody. I'm glad they died. Like he says at the yeah. end. And I hated everyone. By the end of the episode, he's had someone penetrate that bubble and now he's learned to live again, essentially. Right. And I think that that could be a blueprint going forward for Joel as well. Because I, yeah, I mean, you know, the, like, the, like when the when the prepper says they respect you, I think it's because they see something kindred in you. Right. And Joel is definitely along those lines. I thought the, I wondered, and I'm, this isn't an official complaint. This is me wondering. This is the this is a meta complaint. Um, that note seems so heavy handed. That's like you know, you and me, Joel, we're the same. We're just here to to to, to protect people and to save them, save the one person that needs to be saved in all the world. <laughs> right? Like maybe escort her across the country if that's what requires it, and 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 you should do this with Tess. And like, there's this, like this, like Tess is a placeholder for the new person. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I felt like it was really, 
really, really leading the audience down a path that I didn't. It, fe- it felt a little felt like I was being the, the, the show was being a little too familiar. It's like putting my putting his hands where it shouldn't on me. Yeah. Like, come on. I'll. I, but I want to see what Joel's strawberry is. If you can track that analogy. Right. Like what? Because to me, like the moment that Bill started yeah. appreciating life again was the strawberry patch. Like he, he had been with a this good person, damn long while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was it like 10 years or something? I think total 10 because then the flash forward where, you know, Frank had cancer or something wrong with him was mm-hmm. another 10 years past. Or wait. Yeah, yeah I can't because like the, it was like it is, is like because it's like Bill got shot mm-hmm. and then there's another t- 10 year jump and you see the guy in the wheelchair and I thought that was going to be Bill. And yeah. but no, it's it Frank, you know, um, I thought maybe Bill died when they start to fade to black. He like just goes slack and they fade to black. I'm like, what? Yeah. And they kept on showing the frustration that Frank had um, early on with Bill. And I'm like, I kept on waiting mm-hmm. to see where the show was going to put things back on the rails, you know, where we get. Yeah. And they, they didn't, they just, uh, you know, um, they do, but there's an they, extra little twist in there, which I really appreciate. There is. I like there it is. Yeah. It's not, it's like I said, I, I don't, um, I don't want to talk about it too much tonight because there's a whole, you know, we, we could probably do some spoiler lore stuff in the main podcast and it's not anything mm-hmm. a spoiler. It's just, I just want to make sure that there isn't, you know, it's, it's tough to talk about stuff spoiler free while, while we're in the moment. And by the way, uh, appreciate everybody uh, stopping by to talk, to touch, to touch, to touch, to talk about this episode with us. Uh, if uh, there are video game players among us, and I know there are, um, make sure we're careful that we don't spoil our show only watching com- compatriots because I know we're really excited to talk yeah. about uh, how this is different, how it's the same. I do wonder, I-, I had the same thought of like super hardcore video game fans. What do they make of this episode? Because yeah, it is, it is a pretty, it is it, again, it's, it's a pretty big departure in, in this, in the sense that it, it, it kind of runs a giant circular, route pattern outside the main plot of the story before it kind of comes back. And I can see a lot of people being like, well, that was essentially a 10 minute episode with 55 minutes of gloss Hmm. that we didn't need. And we got screwed out of seeing a lot of bill trap action, you know, but I don't know. I feel like sure they paid that off. (laughs) See that Uh Raider squad just getting like auto shredded by bill's defenses were, yeah, were, were really fun. Really fun. My only complaint about that sequence because it was kind of awesome. Bill's just standing in the middle of the street, no cover. Bill, <sighs> Bill, come on, man. Yeah, those Hollywood guys' idea of how a survivalist would do it—a gunfight behind a fortified defense—is that just? I don't know. Maybe he some thought kind he, of stupid Rambo thing. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they. Maybe they thought he couldn't. <laughs> They couldn't see him through the fire, like like a headlight kind of effect. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but you just because you shouldn't you shouldn't take a shot. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have taken a bullet at all, man. You right. should you should wait. You should let the fence do the the heavy lifting and from concealed cover and darkness, you know, pick off the guys are being just a little too smart. You know. Yeah. Ultimately, it didn't matter because he didn't die there. Uh, although I no, will say, what the fuck is with them and like glancing gut shots. Like every single person has been shot in the lower left torso. Every single yeah. one. That's a good question because that's not a safe place to be shot. Sure, there's a lot, a lot of chance for there's a lot of chance for sepsis and shit, and you know, hitting major organs and spinal cords and whatnot. No, you're 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 right. That's uh, 
I don't know. The love handle is just a, is a great. It's it's the new shoulder. Love handle is the, the new shoulder. Sh- you're right. Love handle is the new shoulder. <laughs> um, oh, if we titled these episodes, that should have been the title. Then there's no confusion yeah. about Elton John and Linda Ronstant. Love handle is <laughs> the, the new shoulder. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, there's Spe- also a lot of, of ridiculous stuff. I oh, got yeah. one more, one more bone to pick. Okay. Uh, when they come back 10 years later after that scene and, uh, Frank is in the wheelchair, he's clearly got like some, some kind of like maybe bone cancer, maybe like MS, something that who knows? Yeah. yeah has like pa- half paralyzed him. Uh, these guys look fucking old. Like the, those 10 years were rough. And it, in contrast to what they did with Pedro, where they just like, <laughs> salt and peppered his hair a little bit it's a joke right. and that was 20 years that was a 20 year time jump this 10 year time jump has not been kind to these dudes i still think pedro is on the right side of 30 in the f- the flashback you know the 20 yeah. years ago so like you know you don't age as much from 30 to 50 as i think you do from <laughs> 50 to 70 fair but yeah whatever fair. they spent whatever they saved out of the pedro budget they put it in <laughs> nick nick offerman because he did uh-huh. look like an old old fucker for real yeah uh they they dolled him up right uh i i really enjoyed the because this is something that was made a lot of it was made out of the game uh those Katrina style door markings, you know, that uh, like FEMA goes through and they put that red cross and it was the number mm-hmm. of like people expected, the number of people, survivors, dead bodies and some something else about the, uh, the thing structural rating. And you see that throughout the game. And I thought it was it's like the way that they've established that this, you know, like these people have left their homes, the survivors, like if there wasn't room in the camps, you know, you were suddenly not made a survivor. It's um, I always thought it's like um, when you're playing the game, I always always gave me a little chill when you you go across, you see these like, you know, rows and rows of houses or apartments or whatever. And they all have those markings on it. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's this what this is an empty city. This is a city that uh, that, uh, you know, a lot of families died. A lot of people died. Yeah. Uh, and I got similar feelings when I was seeing them marking it on that door. I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of notes. Uh, I'm looking. Oh, Anna Torv came back, which I was happy to see. She was looking surprisingly good. Those first six years must not have been too rough. Oh, right. Yeah, I th- I, I made the same thing as like they really spiffed up for that dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice the getting to see her without a busted eye because I feel like the whole time she had sure. that big shiner. Sure. And uh, Bill with the sh- with the loaded and cocked gun on the table at all times. Mm-hmm. That was really mm-hmm. it's really funny too. 
Uh, oh, and the other thing is like on an Ellie frustration o meter. Oh my god, her going down in that hole without telling it. She did a lot of stupid shit in this episode. Yeah, going down that yeah. hole, and then the clicker made this, or it sounds what a clicker it wasn't a clicker, but is this fucked up situation where I, I guess I gotta say I. I don't know how the zombies work in this world because, like, I don't know how that guy lives. I, I don't know how long. Maybe this is a recent collapse. It didn't look like it. Yeah, it I, feels like it had to have been an hour ago, little, maybe. I don't know. It's a little bit more science fiction mm. uh, than I was expecting, and I wasn't sure exactly what they... I guess it's clear that the uh, Ellie's got this morbid fascination with killing and you know joel has this over her head that you know he's got so much more experience and like this was an easy way for her to get experience you think but maybe i don't know between her doing that and the gun hiding and all that stuff it's like i said the uh, ellie can really be frustrating in a way you know willful willful teenagers are and she's kind of like borderline feral on top of that and the mouth on her oh my god yeah yeah just non-stop with the questions and the the picking the needling and the pushing and the yeah the boundary testing and i I did like when she jumps down in that uh cellar or the basement whatever it is uh she immediately makes her escape path which i appreciated i'm like okay she's not totally dumb she's not gonna Mm. go exploring and then have to run back to the exit and go oh god i right i didn't prepare my exit so now i can't get out uh so that was a little bit smart but yeah (laughs) you're right she's uh, you know, she's a risk taker. She doesn't. I, I I, wonder if she sees the same dangers that Joel sees. She probably doesn't. Right. Even though she's How seen she? the, the clicker, she's like, oh, well, maybe that was a one off thing and they're not everywhere. But it's not just that. But like, you know, like if you're young, you just man, you just really don't think about. Yeah. Fra- the life being fragile. It just doesn't really occur to you. Right. You know. The idea, not just death, but major dismemberment, just pain, all that stuff. It's yeah. So she's got all that plus the pre-apocalypse kind of. Uh, I do wonder how she has a friend that knows anything about Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, uh, maybe like they, the, they the find the a game guide and had, yeah, just, just like really into the to um, to Mortal Kombat lore, or mm-hmm. she befriended some thirty-six-year-old. Honestly, it kind of feels like going ba- back to the eighties yeah. in a way, or the, I guess the early nineties mm-hmm. in a way. It's like didn't have the internet. Everything you heard about video games and people like, you know, you could do all oh, this one special move where like it'll rip the spine just totally out of this person or it'll make Liu Kang nude or beat something. Metroid I don't know. faster than eight hours. Samus <laughs> Aran will put on a bikini. Bullshit. Right. right. Bullshit. No way. It felt yeah. like that to me where like they had uh-huh. heard about some magical thing called video games. And yeah, they were just passing that information around at the school, the Fedra school. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Because I think we got people probably itching to discuss things. Uh, there, there's one other thing that I think I want to talk about, which is I'm a little worried yeah. about this episode and the Uh-oh. treatment that it's going to get from uh, a contingent of the game that is maybe less than open to exploring sexuality. Oh, yeah? You I, think? Because this, this is... So that part of the game is, is... Or that part of the episode is very much the game. Uh, mm. It was definitely hinted, if not outright, just said that Bill and Frank had a thing. Uh, they were lovers. Mm-hmm. and But, but that was kind of it. It was just, it, it wasn't like dwelled on like this episode does. And I'm worried that like people who were like willing to l- overlook that part of the game and be like, mm. oh, well, you know, it's a, it's a cool prepper thing and I'm running around trying to get batteries and 
That's awesome. Might not take to this episode. I don't know. It just, I, I, do, I, I will say that most of the big fan sites built up around The Last of Us has kind of like if there was any element of people that'd be like, oh, you know, gay issues, gross. They've kind of been, mm-hmm. I think, weeded out by The Last of Us 2. And kind of like yeah. the uproar and debate yeah, that went on right. at that. Like, you know, if you're the, like, I don't think that that there's like unresolved issues of that in like the, 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 the last of a subreddit. So, okay. And kind of naughty dog pushed pr- back pretty hard. It's like, oh, you know, if you didn't like yeah. Bill and Frank, well, <laughs> there's whole, <laughs> we're yeah. going to make big textual issues out of queer representation going forward. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, we'll I, I, I doubt it'd be, I, I doubt it'd be huge. And it's like HBO, uh, you know, broadly speaking, their base bread and butter. So sure. I, I just don't want uh, this thing to get review. I think if anything, stupid- Oh, well, the, the one thing is like, I, I if uh, I think gamers complained, it's like, it's it deviated from the game and it didn't well, the plot. It was an unskippable cutscene. It was an unskippable 50 minute cutscene of something they weren't interested in. Yeah, but a lot of people are going to be like it deviated from the game and what they really mean is it yeah. it settled in and told a story about a gay man. Like that's Yeah. Now I know how gamers work. I know how it works. Well, and I will say that like it is interesting to see just like regular old dudes being oh god, regular old dudes being gay. Because <laughs> right, okay, sure. Yeah, like nope. uh you, you, you know, I, and this is like across Hollywood that like whenever relationships are depicted, they're usually extremely beautiful person. Not that Nick Offerman's sure. not a beautiful person, but these guys are just like I said, there's dudes, there's dudes, dudes loving dudes. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. He's not. uh has body hair, little chub. Oh, little, a lot of body One up little chubby. Yeah. Maybe needs to, to get out and run with Frank a little bit more than he's doing. Uh Although yeah, that no, Asian that thing was... that he was concerned about was not a problem because Frank yeah. caught the fuck up fast yeah well it's not it's not the years it's the miles mileage like indy said apparently uh what what else what else we got i think that's it uh i got a lot of other just like little things but we'll talk about those tuesday we are going to get to the live chat responses here very soon but that is exclusively for our club members uh so this is where your nod club member journey ends if you would like to get access to our live recordings and the other half of the instant take podcast instant talk podcast uh, it's real simple. Just go to club.bulb. Nope, sorry. Support.baldmood.com and click on the club link. Uh, if you want to send us feedback for the Thursday podcast, it'll be out Thursday. You can send that to T-L-O-U-T-L-U at baldmove.com. And we'll, of course, have our full, full featured, full scene by scene episodic breakdown of the episode out Tuesday. So support.baldmove.com if you want to get access to the fully leaded instant talk, instant take podcast. And we'll see you on Tuesday, if not.